Listen for free on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. And now, here's the host of the Twist My Arm Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Twist My Arm Podcast. My name is Josh. I'm your forever friend and host of the Twist My Arm Podcast. Today, I am joined by my co-host and also forever friend. His name is Evan. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? <laughs> it's a good intro. I liked it. Yep. Have you been, man? Good. Just living the dream. Yeah. Something like that. We oh Jesus! I just turned my headphones up really loud. Uh, we didn't. You weren't on the show last week. No. No, you didn't get to make it. You had prior engagements. So, uh, last week we had our second watch party, which was Empire Strikes Back, which is one of my favorite Star Wars movies. So, if you'd like to check that out, uh, hit you know, go go to our YouTube page. Yeah. That's all. That's all I got it on right now because I'm still editing those those shows and figuring out a way to make it work for YouTube. It's good. Like if you just watch the video and maybe play the movie alongside us, it, w- it works out, but I don't know. I'm still I say trying we to just make a VR experience. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. But yeah, check it out. I was, uh, Justin and Disney were here watching Empire Strikes Back with me. So it was, uh, it was a really fun time and, we had a lot of good conversations, not only about Star Wars, but of other things as well. Nice. So check that out. Was it? Uh, was there any good special effects? Any good noises? Yeah. There were a couple. There okay. were a couple pretty All good right. noises, for sure. Because you always, yeah, whenever you're watching those movies, you're like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, you missed out last week. How have you been? It's been a couple <sighs> weeks since you've been on the show. Yeah, man. It's been a, a crazy... Crazy life. Lately. Crazy life. Just been working hard and, yeah, just uh, working on some music. Maybe get the privilege Maybe. of, of uh, listening to it sometime. <laughs> Evan's been working on a new album for like three years now, so it's going to be brilliant. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm hoping so. Other, I'm hoping it's not it's a Chinese democracy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Just like, I've been working on this shit for like 15 years, man, you know? Oh yeah, that's how I feel about those new Avatar movies. I swear, I'm <laughs> like James Cameron, you fucking asshole. You better make this shit good because you've been taken for like ten years on this shit, bro. Yeah, this better be life changing. He's like, yeah, it's gonna be like underwater and shit. Cool, man. I didn't really care for the the first Avatar, oh so I don't gosh, really care I about forgot. the second one. I almost wanted to care. I'm like, it just it <sighs> was revolutionary for three D filmmaking. Like that was cool. Sure, yeah. No, it was sure, cool. it was just good. saw a guy just trying to walk, and he turned yeah. blue into a, like... I didn't really like 3D either, though. I, I don't really go watch those kind of movies, you know? Oh, man. I went and saw Force Awakens in 3D, and that was pretty cool, but 
I, I just I can't we, get into those. We went and saw Star Wars Episode One at uh, what was it? Belmar. That was awesome. I didn't I didn't see Episode One. You were you. there, bro. I was not there. You were there. I was not there. You were there. Nope. I never saw Episode One in 3D. I don't know. I wasn't there. Josh was obviously drunk during this <laughs> time quite a bit. <laughs> I I was not there. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm pretty that sure that was when you worked at Whole Foods, bro. Yeah, but I. No, I never went and saw episode one. Disney went and saw episode and one. You, and you even dragged me to that same theater to go see the last, the very last Harry Potter. It was like, <laughs> Eva, no, you haven't seen any of the other <laughs> Harry Potters, but you know, I'm, I want to go to this. You should just come with me. All right, cool, man. It was great though, right? You still enjoyed it. I just predicted everything. I was like, everyone's going to die. Spoiler alert. Oh shit. Harry's going to die. And somehow he's going to resurrect himself like Jesus Christos. Oh man, no. So, happened. and I was like, the guy with who's the bad guy is not going to have a nose like Michael Jackson. Oh my god! <laughs> Terp. It was a great movie. The Harry Potter series was fantastic. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it another shot, but you know, I you I'm open minded. I did. I. It's funny because I try to watch it with my old roommates back in the day, and they're all about it. They're they're my good friends that are married, and they. Sl- live with me in my house and this it was funny though we try to watch it and then every every time i try to watch about 15 minutes of it i just like fell asleep in every single one of them see that's how i feel and about were, avatar and they were great they were great movies but i was just like it's another one where i guess i just fall asleep all the time just like solo where that i just fall asleep <laughs> that's how i feel about, about avatar is I, I can't stay awake during that movie i don't know why yeah um so we are live on youtube by the way I know so. we just we already went on a rant. This is going to be a fun episode. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Um, but we are live on YouTube. Tears as always. We're we're recording this week on a Friday because we went to a sweet concert that we will talk about later on our normal scheduled time, yeah. which was Wednesday. So sorry, but here we are. Hey, it's Friday. Happy Friday. We changed it with Cooking World, and everything kind of worked out because yeah. <laughs> white supremacists. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> White supremacist programming was canceled. <laughs> so, yeah, you can uh, follow us on all sorts of different social medias: Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams, all that good stuff. Uh, like and subscribe to us on YouTube so you can keep up with all of our live streams that we do every week. Yep. Um, you can email us twistmyarmpodcast at gmail dot com um, if you want to. I don't know, yell at us or something, whatever it is. Yeah. And you can also call us and chat right now during this show. You can call us 508-93-TWIST. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud or iTunes, you can still call that number. You'll just be leaving us a voicemail because I won't answer whenever we're not recording shows. Well, I'm just going to call in and be like, hello? <laughs> Speaking of voicemails, I might have a voicemail. Yeah. No, I, I got to I gotta proofread that voicemail. We'll save it for the end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got to make sure it's so. okay. What we got going in the news? I was just going to say, let's start with the news. Uh, there's, Dude, there's so much news to yes, talk about. It could be a long um, one, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let me let me just break out this. Are you doing the Do funny news or the Do you hear that? news? Yeah. Oh, my God. Evan, what's your first news article? We'll start with that. So, it, you guys got to see this this photo. Uh, 
Airport police find $34,000 worth of cocaine under a man's toupee. I can understand if it was like a nice ass toupee where it was like, oh, man, like you can't even tell. It's you, you can probably still tell it's a rug up front. But, you know, you're like, oh, shit. But it's not even close. It's like basically any of you uh, that watch Always Sunny. It's basically like Frank's wig where it's just like not even believable where you're like, all right, well, this is ridiculous. Imagine walking through airport security and you just see somebody skin bust with a bunch of like $34,000 worth of cocaine and, and a toupee. Like what? How, how is that possible? Do you have the picture? Oh, hold on. On you? Like, can you bring that up really I, quick? I, I've got it. Hold on. There we go. We got time. We got time. We do. We have all the time in the world. This is our show, the Twist of Our Podcast, and sometimes we take time to look things up or take time to switch out microphones because for some reason this one sucks. But yeah. hey, you know and who we are. You know, you you win some, you lose. Yeah, some, yeah, for know? sure, for sure. Ah, uh, uh, God, and we save all these news articles on on a certain page, so yeah. So bear you with me. You just gotta here. find it. It's fine. It's fine. You're good. You're good. It's totally We've fine. Saved quite um, a bit. I will say I did see it, and it did. The toupee kind of looked like a plastic bubble, or something. Like it, I don't know. The the best way to describe it is like. A a very oh, shiny yamaka. <laughs> like it's it's just ridiculous. Am I, I wrong to, though? I, I, I mean need to find it. It's 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 bugging me out. You know, <laughs> for sure. Where I'm just like, oh my goodness. Oh there it is. Hold on, I found it. Found it. It's from nine news dot com. Can I you can you download a picture? I'm I'm gonna see if I can get it. It's from uh but look at this shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like they, it doesn't even oh look my real, God. bro. So this is from in Spain at the airport. They uh passenger had just arrived in Barcelona. Guess guess where they're come from? They're come from Colombia. From, from oh, of course, of course, you know. That makes notice sense. he officers appeared, you know, noticed that he appeared nervous and had a toupee with a large lump under <laughs> under his hat. Okay. So uh, when the wig was removed, police say they found a package stuck to the man's head with about $34,000 of cocaine. Oh police my God. did not release the man's identity. There's no limit to uh, inventiveness of drug traffickers trying to mock controls, the police statement said. I was like, oh, man. Uh, Dude, it, I'm, I'm that telling guy you this. fucked I, up. I'm telling you, if this is like the most amateur thing that I've seen. Like what? The, it, it. If you're around a computer, go look it up. It's the headlines: Airplane police find thirty-four thousand dollars worth of cocaine under a man's wig. The the wig doesn't even look believable. It looks like some like terrible Halloween costume. Can did you find it? I did. Oh, I'm gonna just it's laughable. <laughs> like, I got it. What? I got you. It's like, are you tr- are you even trying? <laughs> It's really bad. I mean, especially if he's trying to fucking like go it, through airport security be, like that. Think about how much oh, money so that is ridiculous. that the drug dealer is going to kill you for. And plus, you're going to jail for probably like 30 to 40 years. Forever. Yeah. Like forever. Across like international lines. You're you're screwed. Yeah. You can't just be all of a sudden be like Johnny Depp and, and blow where it's like, 
<laughs> yeah, I just don't understand why I'm in trouble. I just took some plants across an imaginary line. Here is the link right here for you guys on the YouTubes. You can go go click on that link and find that picture because it is absolutely ridiculous. This guy, I mean, wow. It just, Whoa. looking at it from the front, it is seriously yeah. like, just uh, it looks plastic. It just doesn't, it doesn't look right. That's rough. Ugh, it's for terrible, sure. So. <sighs> Gross. Um, I have. Gosh, there's so many things to talk about. I don't know where to begin. I feel like. I feel like I want to first talk about. This article. Okay. Um, the Elon Musk Neuralink. Have you seen anything about this? Yeah. So basically, um, from what I was reading into it, Elon Musk, you know he's. He's crazy good. Awesome. But he's basically wanting to control computers and hook up like computers directly into your brain and stuff. It's crazy, man. Yeah, so this is how Skynet takes over. This comes <laughs> Elon from Musk fucks it over. <laughs> fucks this comes off. from independent.com and I'm going to try and find the article and just post it um in the comments here, but uh, so Elon Musk's Neuralink plans to hook human brains directly to computers. Entrepreneur says Brainship will ultimately achieve a sort of symbiosis with artificial intelligence. Uh, Elon Musk's secretive neurotechnology startup Neuralink has made its first major public announcement, revealing flexible threads designed to link a human brain directly to a computer. The technology is aimed at helping paraplegics control computers through implantable devices in their brain and could one day vastly improve the way humans think and communicate. I think it's pretty cool, but it's a slippery slope. I would I would agree with that. I feel like it's it's gonna be a good one for the yeah, like the uh, like the I paraplegic people or like people that um were just or developed like Lou Gehrig's disease or like muscle dystrophy or something like where you can your mind's still there but yeah your but your body's just not yeah so that's that's where I feel like it's gonna be a good thing where I think it's gonna be a bad thing is you know the normal shit it's gonna be like a Terminator it's gonna be if it gets that far I or guess. it's gonna be I mean, <laughs> where they're just trying to make militarized weapons with these super soldier type people. You never know, dude. It's just this crazy idea where you're like, yeah, this could be used for a lot of good. But then you're like, damn, shit. this could be a lot of Terminator type shit or like apocalypse where machines take over or people that militarize this shit's going to take over. I agree. Like, there's definitely some downsides to this whole situation. I mean, what happens when the computer's take over like the human brains you know like what can will the computers download their their like programs into our brains and then just control us it's just like get out but robots. is it is it gonna be like like the matrix where they fucking just start harvesting us for our power so they can keep running their machines like Maybe. I don't know, man. This this definitely seems like the beginning of a fucking sci-fi movie. It's it's a slippery slope, you know. Like I I just it's it's very scary. 
that's that's very true. Um, I'm finally finding this article right now for you guys if you want to read it on on the YouTubes um, to the zero people watching on the line. <laughs> White claw. <laughs> no laws when you drink claws, brah. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be that kind of episode, my friend. Uh, it's going to be a great one. Uh, I'm not even in the right spot trying to find this article for you guys to read it. It's going to be in the YouTube comments. Uh, yeah. So would you hook your brain up to a computer? I wouldn't be certainly one of the first. You You wouldn't be the first? No. I wouldn't even be I'd let them work all that shit out first, but it depends. Like, is it going to make me smarter? Is it going to make me like more athletic? Like, what is it? What is it trying to make me do? The only time I'd make it work is if I got like some sort of disease or like some sort of condition where I'd have to like basically be a robot at that point. Yeah, I I would say if or if I'm just an evil villain genius. Darth Vader style, just force choking people and just like. Uh, yeah, I feel like if I were to have some sort of tragic accident or something like that and couldn't move anymore or something, then yeah, I would I would probably hook my brain up to a computer and see if it was possible to, yeah, I don't know, control hands that they attached to me or, or whatever you know shit man edward scissor hands could have very benefited <laughs> he could have for sure from the shit he definitely could have um god there's so many ads on this thing i know what the hell man because they know everybody's gonna be looking into Why the there's shit so, so many they're like ads on everything that mm, one thing that that really grinds my gears really kills me the ads, dude. Like, anytime... I don't know. This happened probably a year ago, I guess, when Facebook and, I don't know, YouTube all banded together to have ads on everything. And it is just... It's out of control. You're out of control. No, I, maybe. Maybe. But you go to it, you'll, you click on a link, and there's just like a thousand ads. And it just makes it frustrating. I can't even... Yeah. I can't even, man... Um, what else you got for news, bud? Um, so I have Pink Floyd guitarist David Gilmour sold some of his most iconic guitars, including his beloved black Stratocaster to fight climate change. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Who uh, is this? The guitarist from Pink Floyd. Oh, guitarist. Okay, okay. I see. That's why. I, I never listened to Pink Floyd. Man. Man, bro. Sorry, I'm sorry. Well, how much did they sell for? I think it was like twenty something million, including twenty the f- million dollars, including four million dollars for the Stratocaster. You, like the Oof. wall, everything's been written on that shit and played on. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's that's a piece of history for sure. Yeah, dude. He, like, he, I mean, it belongs in a museum. But nah, man, I just have that in my living. Dude, <laughs> just hanging on the wall with a spotlight on it. Yep, dude, that's that's how. Always I do it. playing Wizard of Oz next to it. Right. <laughs> so, what 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 you got? What else we got? What so else we got, man? There's so much to cover. I mean, 
Do you think guitars are worth that much money, though? Yeah. You really think a guitar is worth $20 million? Well, not $20 million. That's the whole collection sold for that. Oh, the whole collection. Okay. But that's the like one Strat sold for $4 million. Yeah. Do you think any guitar is worth $4 million? I don't know, man. It would have to be something amazing. It had to be like the Jimi Hendrix, it's Jimi Hendrix guitar from like Woodstock or some <laughs> shit. Like, but even then, is it? S- if I was if I was rich, Josh, if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't be caring. I, feel I like guess that's true. I'd be like, Harry, I took care I of it. <laughs> he didn't even have a head. You know? I guess that's true. It's like it's like uh, Nicolas Cage buying a dinosaur skull for fifty million dollars. Yeah, he got all fucked up and he got yeah. all angry at Leonardo DiCaprio because yeah. he sold him his yeah. dinosaur <laughs> yeah. skull for three million dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, we talked about that I think last week actually. It's great stuff. Fucking funny. Um, god, there's so much news. Um, while we're still on the topic of funny news. This comes from Unilad. Uni L A D something? Yeah, Unilad. Unilad. Whatever. Uh sixty six year old th- just the headline of this is incredible. <laughs> this is great. Sixty six year old public official forced to leave job due to Tupac obsession. I think it's great because he literally wrote <laughs> Of all the e- things. He wrote an email to all four thousand employees with a bunch of Tupac lyrics and being like he died too soon it's been like 20 years since we lost Pac, and you have to realize this is like an old white guy this is awesome (laughs) okay so wow let's just let's just start at the top a 66 year old who enjoyed hosting tupac fridays that's awesome this guy sounds like (laughs) a perfect boss dude like why are these people hating he hosted tupac fridays at work handed in his resignation after emailing the rapper's lyrics to over four thousand employees Holy good God. Okay, so most people enjoy talking about their favorite artists, but there's quite a big jump between recommending the occasional song to someone with a similar taste and bombarding 4,300 people with Tupac lyrics. Wow. So <laughs> I like just I like how the person that writes the article is like, yeah, through the Freedom of Information Act, I managed to retrieve the original emails. So dude, this <laughs> yeah. is so great. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Tim Mack, uh, a guy on Twitter, at Tim Mack, he posted, Stand by, I have received the original Tupac, Tupac, Tupac emails from Iowa's, Iowa's Department of Human Services. Iowa, of all places, too. What? Iowa's Department of Human Services, after requesting them through Freedom of Information Act. Uh, here's the email 66-year-old Jerry Foxhoven sent to his staff the day he was fired. And or resignated. <laughs> oh, my God. He notes Tupac's birthday is also <laughs> Father's Day. Quote, hard to believe he has been gone for almost 23 years. By all accounts, a kind email. Uh, and then this, is, this starts right here. This is, this is the whole thing. You have already received my email reminding you that this Sunday is Father's Day. I am sure you are already aware that this Sunday, June 16th, June 16th is also Tupac's birthday. I'm sure you are aware, (laughs) (laughs) as if everyone in the world should fucking know. Dude, he would have been 48 today, bro. Come on, if he was alive. Oh, my God. So, (laughs) I am sure you are already aware that this Sunday, June 16th, is also Tupac's birthday. Tupac, why do I keep saying that? Tupac's birthday. He would be 48 today if he were alive. So, of course, I will be celebrating both Father's Day and Tupac's birthday. 
I hope you all enjoy the day as well and take the time to enjoy one of his songs. Hard to believe he has been gone for almost 23 years. Here's an inspirational quote by him. Pay no mind to those who talk behind your back. It simply means that you are two steps ahead. Oh, and by the way, on his birthday, I will have finished my second full year of serving as your director. These two years have flown by, and it has been an absolute honor to lead such a dedicated and committed group of people. Thanks for all you do. See, man, why, why is everybody being such a shithead to this guy? Like, for real. <laughs> he even has, a Tupac, he even has a, like, a Tupac picture where he's smiling and shit. I thought that was a pretty solid thing for a Father's Day email. Foxhoven resigned abruptly last month after sending the passionate email which reminded everyone that Tupac's birthday was coming up. Though the email was far from the first Tupac-related <laughs> message. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I love far this. Far from the first Tupac-related message. I so love how it. many fucking messages did he send about Tupac? Dude. Routinely sent messages hundreds. to employees louding Tupac's music and lyrics all through. Although some praised Foxhaven for using the rapper to bring some inspiration to the workplace. There was at least one person that who complained. It's always going to be that one the fucking one guy. guy. So the one fucking guy. So emails Gosh. obtained by the Associate, Associated Press showed the 66-year-old routinely sent messages to employees uh, lauding Tupac's music and lyrics. And although some praised Foxhoven for hi- for using the rapper to bring some inspiration, into the, some inspiration into the workplace, there was at least one person who complained. The publication obtained 350 pages of emails with the words Tupac or Tupac, spelled with the letter or the number two. Dude, I love this guy. This guy should be a boss and leading people. (laughs) Oh, God. Dude, he did this for two years, bro. This, This guy, I hope that they were just crushing it as a company. Dude, this is that guy like from Office Space when he's uh, stuck on the highway and he's just listening to hardcore gangster rap. Yeah, Michael Bolton. M- yeah, yeah. My- and then he sees the yeah. guy selling the roses and he's like, oh, shit, dude, this guy looks all <laughs> hardcore. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Turns the locks, music down, locks, locks the, the doors. doors. <laughs> and then once he leaves, he's like, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> oh, my God. That's exactly what this guy reminds me of. Dude, this guy should be, like, recognized within an award. Tupac Fridays played his music in the office. Wow. He traded lyrics with employees and even marked his 65th birthday <laughs> with, with Tupac-themed Tupac <laughs> cookies. Dude, that is so awesome. This guy— Some were decorated somebody, with the words thug life. Dude, somebody <laughs> needs to go and give this guy a high five for me. For real. He, I'll vote for him. He should come to Colorado and be one of our— like public dude i want to i want to see if anybody has this guy's contact information i want to get him on the show and interview him and be like so what was going through your minds when you had the tupac 65th birthday party that uh, would have been great yeah, it was it was his 65th i know birthday but it party. was his uh no I, tupac themed 65th birthday i bro. guess i guess people think that he took it too far when he told 4300 employees to mark tupac's birthday that's well gosh <laughs> oh my gosh! I think maybe I'm gonna start doing that at my job. Just start sending out emails. Tupac Friday. <laughs> Yo. Or just like random, random artists that are that are dead or something. I don't know, man. But that I don't feel like that. You're like Boy George Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like that warrants <laughs> resignation or quitting. Like that. <laughs> that's kind of a cool thing to do. Gosh, man. Way you to like go, Tupac. one one fucking person out of four thousand. Yeah, maybe make a suggestion own. and like 
you know, maybe we could do music Fridays and have everyone play their favorite. Like, nah, you don't have to nah, make the guy to be quit. Tu- it has to be Tupac, bro. It has to be Tupac every other week. So, man, there's a lot of stuff that we got to cover here. So, what else you got? So they're saying abruptly quick. stopping the Tupac conversation. I'm sorry, bro. We got a, We got a lot to cover. <laughs> so, Tarantino's R-rated Star Trek is like Pulp Fiction. I'm I'm really wanting to see this happen. Do you think? I don't think it's gonna happen. It's I <sighs> I'm really hoping that Vice is correct with this because that would Ooh. be awesome. It'd be like Pulp Fiction in space. Apparently, it may also be the director's final film. How awesome would that be if <laughs> that's his final film? He just makes this badass Star Trek movie, and it's just bloody and just there's a bunch of fucks in it. That oh dude, it's gonna be great. It'd be amazing. So, uh, yeah, this article does come from Vice.com. I, I um, usually like reading their stuff. They usually have good, uh, good stuff. They had a good – I mean, they interviewed him. So, after asking him, um, like, what it, will he actually direct this movie or what he would do, he says, I guess I do have a loophole if the idea was to throw a loophole into it, which would be to go – uh, I guess Star Trek doesn't count, I because he's supposed to retire after this next movie that comes out, the yeah. Hollywood whatever. Yeah. Um, and so he's saying that, you know, if he doesn't retire, he would use Star Trek as a loophole to get back into directing. And he says, I guess Star Trek doesn't count. I can do Star Trek, but naturally I would end on an original. Um, the idea of doing ten isn't to come up with a loophole. I actually think if I was going to do Star Trek, I should commit to it. It's my last movie. There should be nothing left-handed about it, or nothing left-handed about it. I don't know if I'm going to do that, but that might happen. So last year when all this news came out, um, Paramount, they they got the script and they liked it and they were going to move forward with it, and then they canceled it abruptly. Like they just pulled the plug on the whole thing. So... I don't think it's I don't think it's going to happen. I would I, say just just fuck it, just d- make it anyways. That's uh, what I would do. Even if he just makes it himself. So <laughs> they basically asked him uh it'll be pulp fiction in space. I will s- and he says I will say one thing about Star Trek that I've been want waiting for someone to bring up. I don't know if I'll do it or not. I've got to figure it out, but Mark wrote a really cool script. Uh, I think he's talking about Mark something Mark Smith um, who wrote Revenant? He was a screenwriter for Revenant. Um, so sucked. Mark wrote a really <laughs> su- cool script. Uh, he liked it a lot. There's some things I need to work on, but I really, really liked it. I get annoyed at Simon. Wow, I get annoyed at Simon Pegg. He doesn't know anything about what's going on, and he keeps making all these comments as if he knows about stuff. <laughs> Whoa, rough. dude, that's rough. He just shots fired. He sa- so. Holy shit. So he says he doesn't know anything about what's going on, and he keeps making all these comments as if he knows about stuff. One of the comments he said, quote, well, look, it's not going to be Pulp Fiction in space. And and Quentin Tarantino says, yes, it is. If I do it, that's exactly what it'll be. It'll be Pulp Fiction in space, that Pulp Fiction-y aspect when I, re- when I read the script. I felt I have never read a s- – s- Jesus Christ. When I read the script, I felt I have never read a science fiction movie that has this shit in it ever. 
there is no science fiction movie that has this in it. And they said, and they said, I know. That's why we want to make it. It's at the very least unique in that regard. Um, there is no confirmation on whether the Star Trek movie will actually make it into production or whether a space crime movie set on the Enterprise will actually be Tarantino's swan song. But That would be really cool if it was. Though. It would be pretty cool. I just, I don't know, man. I don't think... I don't. How, how do you think Trekkies would feel about that? You should go to Reddit right now. Go go to Reddit.com and put type in Star Trek and Tarantino. Well, let's see if you can find people bitching about it because I'm sure Reddit is not happy. That's because it's probably these stupid nerds that liked William Shatner and he sucks. So uh, sorry, Trekkies. Uh, sorry, Trekkies. That's my personal opinion. I just think not good. So. Uh, there's a couple cool things, like some cool movie news. Um, Taika Waititi is reportedly confirmed to write and direct Thor 4. Thor 4. The Thor yep. 4. For Thor? For Thor. Thor 4 for Thor. Fat Thor. Fat Thor. <laughs> Return of the fat. But Taika Waititi, he directed uh, Thor Ragnarok, and he voiced uh, the rock guy. What the fuck was his Korg. name? He was great. Korg. Yeah. Hey man, we're gonna we're gonna hop on the ship and uh, and escape. You wanna you wanna come <laughs> with? Yeah, and that's a, that's super good news for the Thor series because I think Taika Waititi was the best director of it. Oh, like it was he, great. He, he took it in a direction that Thor you wouldn't think would go. It was it was funny, it was action packed. It was just, th- I mean, Ragnarok was my favorite Thor movie out of all of them. Oh, yeah, it was the best one for sure. super excited to see what he does um, with the rest of it. We have uh, Kevin Smith is supposedly going to read the unmade Clerks 3 script. He should have just fucking made it. At a fundraising. He couldn't get money for it. Nobody wanted to fund that movie. Well, that's because he... Sadly, just took a bunch of money from Harvey Weinstein to make all of his movies. That's, that's yeah. That's that's the truth, he did, bro. Yeah, it was the Weinstein company. I I know. But it's a bummer because those all those movies are great, but you know that's yeah, the cold hard fact. But now it's he's kind of blacklisted because of his connection. I mean, he's got Jay and Silent Bob the reboot coming out. Yeah, which looks pretty fantastic. What he should do is just do like a crowdfunded thing, like they did with. Uh, Super Troopers too. That was I thought that was still pretty sweet. Well, he did a Kevin Smith did a crowdfunding thing yeah. with his uh, dispensary show. Yeah, whatever it was. It didn't. I don't think it took off. But I wanted to see. I never caught it. But it's on Freeform. I think mm. is what it's called. You can find it online oh, okay. for free. It's just yeah. first episode or two. It's fine. Yeah. I don't know if I'd pump any money into it, but it's fine. Mm. I don't know. I wish Clerks Three would have gotten made, and it would be super cool to go. We him and uh, him and Jason Mewes are gonna read the script. Mm. Um, for charity. So yeah, so it's the event's called Clerks Three, a script reading with Kevin Smith and friends. It'll take place on Saturday, August third, at First Avenue Playhouse in Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey. There are only eighty seats available at a hundred dollars a piece, with all the money going directly to the theater. That's cool. Yeah. I, Probably it sounds like they're trying to save the theater or something like that. Um, let's see who's gonna be on it. Uh, let's 
not saying. It is not saying. Doesn't say, but it does say that Joy Lauren Adams is coming back for the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Okay. Which is super cool. She yep. hasn't been around since what? Chasing Amy. <laughs> nah, she she made that uh that cameo in the first Jay and Silent Bob movie. Oh yeah, after That's the after the movie. <laughs> yeah. She's walking out and she's Yeah, that was pretty funny. And wasn't she in uh Big Daddy too? She was in Big Daddy. Yeah, she's in a bunch of things, man. That's right. Big Daddy was fucking great. I'm lost. Can you help me find my dad? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was pretty good. Was um good stuff. I if you know, if that shit wasn't so far away, I'd probably try and buy tickets to that. Right. That'd be cool. And it's not too bad to see well, to see a script reading of a movie that you'll never see. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. That'd be I'm going to go see the, was it, the Jane Silent Bob reboot, reboot tour. Reboot, yeah, yeah. Oh. They're having a tour. They're coming in November to, I forget where. They're, they're coming. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Good times. So. Um, <sighs> yeah, if you guys are in New Jersey. Definitely go check that out because it'll be a lot of fun. Um, Jackass members are reportedly interested in filming Jackass 4. Except for Ryan Dunn. Ooh. And Wee Man. He's still alive. Ryan Dunn had a little trouble with the curve. I, th- <laughs> I thought Wee Man passed. No. I could have sworn. Oh, no, it was Vernon. Vernon Troyer. Vernon Troyer, yeah. Jesus. I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible human being. No, I just see it because Bam's all fucked up now. He, Dude. They're all just like, need, they all probably need money. That's just, yeah. This comes from altpress.com. Speculations and rumors on a fourth Jackass movie have circulated ever since Ryan Dunn's tragic death in 2011. You dick. Uh, but Jackass members have been on the fence about the sequel for the last couple of years. Chris Robb, formerly of Jackass and CKY, recently claimed to have spoken with almost everyone in the crew on his podcast, in which the members expressed interest in filming a new Jackass movie. According to an interview with Loudwire, Robb has interviewed almost every Jackass member on his Bathroom Break podcast, including Steve-O, Chris Pontius, Bam Margera, Dave England, Wee Man, Aaron uh, McGahee, Rick Kosick, and director Jeff Tremaine. I get the feeling that everyone's pretty interested in it. I'm not sure that it would ever happen. Ryan Dunn was a huge part of that, so it's sort of weird without him. I feel like if Tremaine and Spike Jones in Knoxville said, hey, let's do it, then I imagine it would go forward. If they were to say it, I don't think there would be pushback from others. So it's basically on Johnny Knoxville and Jeff Tremaine. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm with him on the whole Ryan Dunn was just a big part of it. So, but I don't know what they should do is they, if they're going to do a fourth movie, they should, you know, if they have any leftover footage of, of Ryan Dunn, they should just release that as like a tribute to him within the movie. Sure. So it's like, there's not a movie without him and then just call it a day after that. Yeah, that would be cool. I think that that would be the only way that they could do it. I just feel like they're so old. It would have to be, I mean, their bodies are so fragile now. Mm. People would be, I don't know, getting fucked up. Well. Because you know they'd have to go bigger and better and yeah, I don't whatever. Know. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. 
We will rock you. I don't think it'll happen. I think I don't think Johnny Knoxville will actually agree to do it. But I don't know what has Johnny Knoxville been doing lately. Nothing. Yeah, do you see Action Park? Never saw it and <laughs> didn't want to see it. Not. Um, Ten minutes. Nope. No thanks. The other thing, the other big thing that's been going on, um, people planning on s- storming. Area we're gonna we're gonna talk about that after the break. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that later. Because I want to talk about that in depth. Okay. We'll like I want to really later. really get into that. What else we got? Um, as far as movies go, that's what I was I was gonna s- just the last thing I had for movies. Well, two last things. This weekend is San Diego Comic Con. Woo! Thursday through Sunday, we're gonna see a ton of trailers coming out this week. We've already seen a bunch. We've seen Top Gun Maverick. We've seen. Uh, what? Did, oh it. it, yes, we saw it. We saw The Witcher. We saw um. There's a few other ones that that have come out that look. We saw that. Uh, apparently, some, oh my god, something happened too. Was when James Cameron they showed a video of him on the set of Avatar two and three or whatever. Oh, they had a message of him saying that. Uh, Edward Furlong is coming back coming, yeah. as John Connor. I didn't think that shit was possible. Yeah, Dude, that's, I thought he was that's dead pretty crazy. or he was on the street just dying of like heroin and shit. That was that is crazy. pretty nuts. Um, we'll see. We'll see if it's a redemption story like a Robert Downey Jr. We'll see. They announce the Walking Dead movie with Rick Grimes. I just wa- I just really want to know who mows those lawns in in Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, the zombies, bro. Oh, so they mow the lawns. Yeah. There's perfectly cut lawns, even though it's a zombie apocalypse. Right. Just throwing it out there. Supposedly, there's going to be a, a Breaking Bad movie, too. That would, we've that's, talked about uh, that. Yeah, it's, it's, that's coming out for sure. I'm just trying to find all these other... Oh, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot trailer yeah. came out as well. That was pretty cool. Um, other good go things that are uh, on the way. Death Clock. The concert? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be tight. They need to make like a whole another season of that. That was that was a great show. <sighs> They're not gonna do it, which kind of sucks. That's stupid. He should just make like a, a m- more episodes, and then just take it to Netflix or something. I agree. It's Netflix it's is gonna really be starting dumb. to hurt for shows once that whole deal splits off. Oh yeah. Yeah. Once Disney takes takes their own thing, does yeah. their own streaming service it's all over yeah. it, it doesn't even matter um but like i said there are a ton of things coming out this weekend um we're probably gonna have some marvel news coming out tomorrow i think that's when the panel is in hall h so let's let's hope it's good not a x-men dark phoenix type <laughs> stuff <laughs> i don't think it's gonna be that terrible horrible but i will say that if it's exciting enough i'll probably do some sort of quick little reaction video or something like that on the interwebs um let me go back to my news here i really think that's gonna sum it up halloween halloween got announced yeah that was another two and three two and three <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I i i give it i, th- I thought the f- this newest one was just okay it was so it's <sighs> the f- it, there's two coming out they announced two halloween movies one's coming out next year called Halloween Kills, right? This is they r- they released this thing. And then on October 15th, 2021, it's going to be called Halloween Ends. Until we need to make another 8. 
<laughs> like, come on, bro. How many times can this guy die? It's like, it's like, uh, you know, Jason, Freddy, all man. I, I don't know. I'll I, still uh, see him, but you know, I won't see him in theaters. Fuck that. Um, what else do we got here? I got nothing. I think that's it for that's me with pretty news. That's yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and say that it's about time to take a break. Yep. It's getting hot in this room. It's getting hot in here. Do you like my new shirt, Evan? Do you like my shirt? Yeah. It looks cool. You work at Scoops Ahoy. <laughs> 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 or whatever whatever that place oh is. Oh, yeah. Stranger Things. That's Dude, great. Y- you should get a little hat. That'd be awesome. A little... I little sailor hat. I think that's what I'm going to be for Halloween. When I worked at Dairy Queen, (laughs) we had to wear little sailor hats. Oh, for real? Yeah. So it was the one in Loveland. Wasn't it like the straight back one, not the like turn to the side one? Yeah, it was like a boat kind of. It was like a little boat. Sailboat type thing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it was ridiculous though. Ridiculous. That's awesome. I think the coolest part about those is that the kids that I worked with, like there was a couple kids that were like punk rockers and they would poke out the top of it so their liberty spikes could go out the <laughs> fucking sailboat hat that they had to wear but i yeah i guess i guess i get a sailboat hat i'm gonna do that i'll, I'll find one then old sailor the old sailor you yeah all right Ahoy. so we're gonna take a quick break here and who knows how quick it'll be but you it's know no, no one's watching so You're going to listen to some TMA playlist on Spotify. Um, you can find it, all of our local Denver and, I guess, Nebraska artists at this point, and California. If you want Artists that have given me permission to play their music on the show. If you want to request that we play it uh, and add it to the playlist, let yes. us know. Please, or, or just, yeah, if you are in a band and you would like to be on the show, on the playlist, music featured, wha- whatever it is, Email me, twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. I will add you in a heartbeat. If um, you like us, or even if you don't like us, you want to come on the show. Yeah. And yeah. Always down to interview and do that sort of thing. So, you know, hit us up, twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. We will be back soon.
All right, welcome back to the Twist Forearm Podcast. We took a little bit of an extra break on that one because you can't. Why not? Um, we're back though, and we're ready to talk about some some fun stuff. Uh, we covered a bunch of news today, a ton of news that's been going on in the last few weeks. Um, some really funny stuff. Yeah, it's been a good time so far. Um, but right now we are going to do oh wow that was failing epically <laughs> at the moment quick twist quick 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 twist quick twist is a nitpick shit fit on a topic we can cover quick one topic per host be it praise or roast send any topic suggestions to our facebook page and now for this week's quick twist that's right. It's that time of the week for Quick Twist. Evan, let's start with you. What you got for your first Quick Twist this week? Um, so first one is Euphoria. If you haven't seen it, it's an awesome show on HBO with the chick from Spider-Man that plays MJ. Zendaya or whatever. Oh, Zoe. No, no. No, no, no. Zendaya. She's it's a one one yeah. name, right? It's like, it's like Zendaya, I think. Is yeah. How but was it? I mean, uh, what is it? One it season? Two seasons? Uh, it's it's five episodes out right now, but there's a total of eight in the first season. This, okay. This show, did you ever see that movie, Rules of Attraction, from Bad Oh, yeah, like a long, long time With ago. James Vanderbeek, where it's all, like, fucked up. Yeah, it just kind of has kind of that whole feeling to it, you know, like a Brett Easton Ellis book or something. Okay. Where, basically, she's the main character. She's... It starts out, she had, like, OD'd on some drugs, and then she's coming back, and then she's trying to fight addiction, but all of her friends are all fucked up, too. Sure. It, it's a, it's a crazy show. It's it's awesome, though. And, and it's on HBO? HBO, yeah. So, uh, so you could probably get it on the HBO Now app, I'm yeah. assuming, right? Yeah, it's crazy. That's pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to have to check that out. I like the girl that plays MJ. Yeah, I, I, find um, I think that she's a great actress, and I think she's... She's good looking for sure. <laughs> she's good she's easy on the sure. eyes. Look at um, you. Look at you. But no, this you. is crazy show. There's just tons of hot chicks in there. <laughs> but it's just for like the guys. No, that's what I'm saying. And then for the chicks like that want to watch the show, there's good looking guys on there for them too. But it's just it's crazy. Everybody's just doing drugs like fentanyl and all this crazy shit. Damn, dude. Where you where you you see this now in the news where everybody's just like ODing and stuff. You're like, yeah, I could totally see this going down in high schools and colleges right now. Yeah, I, I could totally see it. it. It's a great show, though. It's it's well done, well written, and acted. Okay. Um, but yeah, I highly, re- highly recommend it. It's good stuff. I'll check it out for sure. I I've been debating on getting HBO Now or Amazon Prime. Prime's good. But I hear that the who is it? The guy of Amazon is all fucked up. What, Bezos? Yeah. Isn't he like? I paid m- I paid more in taxes than Amazon did this year. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I don't want to get Amazon Prime then. Well, just to boycott any, a little anytime bit. Anytime that you just order Amazon, come on, bro. I you know I'll you know you know a little secret. No, I I no, see no, 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 bro. No, seriously, <laughs> I have ordered one thing off of Amazon in my entire life. One. And it was an Antonio one Banderas blow up doll. No, <laughs> it was a Boba Fett action figure. Oh, get him there. That was it. It was like. Ten years ago, but it's funny in you, Josh. 
I'm I'm that kind of guy though that I I don't like to order things on the internet. I like to find stuff in the stores in the wild, or like you know cool like get get a cool gift or something. Like most of my uh, pieces, I would say collectibles are all um, found in stores or were given to me as a gift. Yeah. And actually, one thing that I'm going to start doing here soon is, you know, every week I'm going to do a little five to ten minute video about one of my pieces because I don't know but Disney made a good point last week we were talking after the show and he was telling me that I have so many of these random pieces and and it would be a good idea to just kind of talk about it and talk about the where it came from who the character is you know where I got it what it what it means to me like that sort of shit so yeah. I think I'm going to start doing that and I don't know. I like the fact that I've only gotten one action figure off of Amazon because that that gives me more things to talk about. You know, like I yeah. can actually dive into some of these pieces that you know, like like this for instance, this this whole setup right here, all all of these different figures or these different pop vinyls and the light and the the cups. They all come from a different time and they're all they all mean something different i was with someone or it was given to me by someone that that's yeah. special to me you know and well and you i know, think that'd be a cool segment they're trying to secretly troll me because right over here <laughs> i have to stare at it the worst possible i've been cup. yeah i turn this i turn this cup around here you can see it on youtube it's it's the uh, last jedi cup that you got at the theater Gosh, <laughs> the it's a cool cup you but get it's a popcorn is terrible you get a popcorn Ugh. bucket and a, a, a cup for like fucking a thousand dollars or whatever. But yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I have it facing Evan because I know how much he loves it. But I just <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying is like I've never bought really anything off Amazon except for that. Yeah, that one toy. And I don't know, I guess in a way I've boycotted Amazon my entire life. So why get Prime now? Right. Mm, right. Um, they have some good shows on that. Maybe when Lord of the Rings comes out, if it if it has good <laughs> reviews, maybe I'll get the free month or whatever. I'm Do they have a free month? I think so, but I'm good off Lord of the Rings. You don't want to watch the prequel? No, that those movies are garbage. <laughs> prequel. Terrible. <laughs> so my first quick twist this week, um, I went out and got. By the way, people, I have. Moved my studio around a little bit again because I like to do that. Um, but I have moved my TV that I watch y the YouTube feed from. I moved it up above me. So now I can see both my computer monitor and the TV. So whenever I'm looking up, it's because I'm looking up at my, my TV. And that's it's mm. I know it looks weird on YouTube because I mean, really look weird. at it. Look, see if you're looking. Look, it looks like we're looking up at. <laughs> oh my god i can't wait to talk about that but first we're going to talk about mario tennis aces came out for the switch um last year june 22nd 2018 it sold over 2.6 million copies by march 2019 making it one of the best-selling games on the switch have you played mario tennis aces yet no but i did like mario tennis when i was playing it on uh 64 64 yeah that and then the tennis game on the Wii was awesome too. This Mario Tennis, we should we should play it after the show because it is so much fun. It's so fluid. The controls are 
uh, they, you press a button and it actually hits the ball. Like it, the power-ups are super cool. It's very easy to maneuver. It's a really quick game to pick up. Um, but it gets challenging after a while. I've literally been stuck. So, you know, Mario Kart, same thing with Mario Tennis. You get Flower Cup, Star Cup, um, or sorry, Mushroom, Flower, Star Cup. And I'm stuck on the Star Cup right now. I've been playing it for probably a week, and I cannot beat that fucking shit. I don't understand why. Oh, Josh. But it it's like a it's like a Mario game, man. It, it's super easy at first, and then it just it just throws the book at you, and it's like, nope, fuck you. You're not gonna beat this forever. And I'm there's there's a really sweet adventure mode that you go through, and I'm yeah. stuck. I've I've been on the same level for about the same time that I've been stuck on the Star Cup. Yeah. And I, it's frustrating, yes, but I'm getting better every time. Like, okay. like you, you know how tennis is. You have three set matches or yeah. whatever for, for, a, for a full game. You know, you have to win three different sets. For those of you that don't play tennis, a set is usually a round of three to five games. Um, someone has to win three, three of those five games to move on you know, to win that set. And if, if it's a three-set match, you have to win three out of five sets to, to move on to the next round. And so, and this, it, it <laughs> there's a lot of different games you have to play, and then they only give you, like, a certain amount of rackets. And and you can break your rackets throughout the match. Should I would be doing that Johnny Macaron style? Just Dude. breaking all the my brackets. And it's, it's super challenging. Um... And for for like a Mario sports game, I I really recommend it. I'm having a great time, even though Sounds I'm awesome. getting pissed off and like wanting to throw the shit. It's I'm having a good time. So if you're looking for a new game on Switch, um, I know I sent out a thing on Facebook recently that was like I'm looking for a new game. Help me out. And not one person recommended Mario Tennis or um, what else did I? I got some other dumb game, but. Mm. <laughs> They, uh, you know, everyone was like, get, get the free game for PS4 this month, and which I did. Detroit Become Human looks pretty cool, um, but I, d- I did download that game. I haven't, I've yet to play it, but I will eventually. And then people were saying for Switch to get Yoshi's Crafted World, which I've already basically beat. So mm. I had to, I had to kind of go through my list of games that I wanted, and Kylie and I decided to get Mario Tennis, and it has not been a disappointment. Marvel Alliance. That came out. Two days, sucker. If I wouldn't have spent so much money at the used concert, I probably would would have bought it. But yeah, um, yeah. Marvel Ultimate <coughs> Alliance three came out today, only for Switch too, which is kind of it's gonna be dope. Kind of cool, but kind of crazy at the same time because it was a multi-platform game. You're crazy. But that's all I got for my first quick twist on Mario Tennis. If you like those kind of games, um, pick it up. It's a good time. What you got for your next quick twist? Um, I don't really have much to say. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> I did go see the new Spider-Man, and I thought it okay. was great. Okay. Without giving away too many spoilers, I, I have seen some things. I saw. Did you watch the end credits? Yeah. Okay, so I did see that uh, Fury is a scroll. Yeah. I did read about that. Um, but without giving away too many other spoilers, what what was it like? Was it 
Uh, was it how the trailers made it seem, or was it? Yeah, it just made it seem like he's Peter Parker's. Like, yeah, I just kind of want to like do some normal shit, like be a regular kid, do normal shit, you know. And was it right after Endgame, or can you tell me with without spoilers? Uh, you just have to go see it. It's okay, all right. It, it's basically around like he's going to Europe with his class, and. Just wants to be a normal kid and all this stuff. Okay. All right. I'll I'll watch it. I <sighs> we still need to go watch it. Yep. It was good. Um, How was Gyllenhaal? Gyllenhaal was good, man. I, I liked him as Mysterio. It was it was good stuff. Did he make a like a compelling villain, or was yeah. he just kind of one of those normal Marvel villains? It was it was decent. He was no Bubble Boy, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> was he as good as the Vulture? Nah. Uh, no. You don't think so? No, it was but the vulture was dope though. I liked that one. It was. Do, <coughs> would you so And it was Michael Keaton, dude. That guy's <sighs> low key underrated. Let's take been a so lot of really cool stuff. We've seen let's take all the Spider Man villains we've seen on screen. We've seen uh Doc Gob- Ock, we've seen Green Goblin, yeah. we've seen the Lizard, we've seen Electro, we've seen Venom, we've seen uh um, Sandman. Sandman and Vulture, and now Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Out of all of those villains, and this is between all three franchises, too, mm-hmm. the first Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, and the new Spider-Man, yep. pick your top three. So, no particular order. Doc Ox in there. Okay. I would say the Vulture, and... Oof. I'd say yeah. I th- I thought Willem Dafoe did a pretty decent job as Goblin. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. I I would disagree with Green Goblin. Yeah. Um. I I'll take Doc Ock and um Vulture. Yeah. But I would put, and I know a lot of people will not like this answer, but I would put Lizard in there instead of Green Goblin. I know, I know. Bro. Controversial, I know. Bro. But I l- really, I enjoyed all three Spider-Man franchises. Yes, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 was kind of crazy, and I, it didn't make a lot of sense. But the first Amazing Spider-Man was, oh yeah, was forgot, legit, you dude. You got Rhino, too. Oh, yeah, Rhino. He was in it for like five seconds, and Scorpion was in it, too, in the new <laughs> Spider-Man. But, and... I mean, you could e- you could even put in shocker, but anyway, <laughs> shocker. I think that <laughs> I think the lizard. I just really like that story arc in the Amazing Spider-Man. I think that that if they wouldn't have fucked it up with Electro in the next one, yeah, and pretend a hobgoblin, and right? Ma- like, I think that franchise could have been really really good. I liked Andrew Garfield, man. He was fine. I, I mean, he, he was wasn't. Great. He wasn't your normal Spider-Man that, you know, is all nerdy and shit. He was kind of like the cool outcast. He's like, know? oh, man, I'm going to be a skateboarding yeah, which <laughs> cool guy. Which they kind of took that from the MTV cartoon series. Yeah. Do you remember that? It was like a... MPH. So the one with MPH as the voice of Peter Parker. One Neil of them Patrick them. Harris? Yeah. I think it is, actually. Yeah, That's yeah, one yeah. Of them. Yeah, because it's like that super 3D animation. It was like yeah. the first time they used that kind of animation. Yeah. And it was like an eight-episode series of Spider-Man on MTV. And he was a skateboarder and kind of like that 
cool outcast that you might want to be friends with, but maybe not I don't because know. he's kind of weird. It's, it's no Toby with the emo haircut. <laughs> that yeah, little look right. on his face, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely right. Oh but my gosh, bro, terrible. But I think the lizard just made. It I thought it was. I thought it was a good one too because it had the cool story about how he w- was missing a limb and stuff, and how he's trying to grow it back. Well, but he was also like friends with his parents, and it kind of yeah. gave this different depth to the story of the lizard and, and Spider-Man and, and stuff. And then that's but when tragedy struck. They made it a terrible movie. Ah, the second one just. I had such high hopes for it. Especially with Jamie Foxx. Terrible. Um, Yeah, how are you going to fuck that up? Terrible. Jesus. And uh, Giovanni, what was that guy that played Rhino? Oh, Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti, yeah. Terrible. I mean, it it had potential, but it was definitely (sighs) not not the Spider-Man that we deserved. Terrible. Um, So you saw Spider-Man, so. Yeah, that was a good one. You'd you'd recommend it? Out of yeah. out of how many out of ten twists, how many twists would you give it? I'd give it like nine twists. It okay. was pretty good. Not good. Huh? I I thought it was pretty good. Better than Homecoming. Oof, that's Ooh. that's tough because they're both pretty good, but I'm still going with Homecoming. Okay. Yeah, for okay. sure. I did like Homecoming just because they brought him back into the universe, and it was cool to see Spider-Man with Tony Stark and yeah, all that shit. Um. Spoiler alert, Tony Stark is dead, so you probably don't see him much in the second Spider-Man. But did I did I ruin that for you? I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you didn't know he died. As long as Captain As long man. as Captain survives and doesn't get old, right? Ca- Captain? Oh. What about Bro, you I'm sorry, but you're you're not gonna like Marvel after after you watch in, in Endgame. <coughs> she survives, right? So my next quick twist <laughs> is uh it's a fun one. Yeah. It's not that fun. I actually watched Pet Cemetery. The first night. the original? No, the newest one. Oh. Did you see the new one? No. I heard it was terrible. <sighs> Don't believe everything you hear, bud. Make your own fucking I'm still decisions. gonna see it, but I just never got around to seeing it in theaters. What is it on like Netflix or something? Uh no, I bought it. Okay. Um Is it good? Mock me. Do it. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, was it good? I, b- I for some reason I, I I buy movies before I watch or see anything I, about I, them. I used but to do that. Um, Pet Cemetery was one of my favorite, not only like early '90s movies, but also one of my favorite books yeah. of all time. Stephen King. Um, definitely. The God, I watched the original movie when I was really young, and Dude, I was Gage, really intrigued. Bro. Yeah, Shit's it was scary, man. It was nuts, like. Seeing, seeing, you know, Gage come back. Just seeing the cat come back and be all fucking creepy was nuts. But Dude, and then the wife at the at the end, where yeah. she's her eyes all like, oh. it's all fucked up. Yeah, and like, I I read the book and it's so much more descriptive in the book and it's so well, much. Like they go more creepier. into the the jogger guy, like yeah. his, his backstory. Yeah, and um, that shit. I, you know, my my parents were very. Uh, I guess you would say, or different about what they would and would not allow me to do. And one of those things was read adult books. And by adult books, I mean like Harry Potter and up. It was, it was really bad. So um, I had to hide reading Pet Cemetery from my parents, which because means like I that hid it in the cover of uh, Give You Give a Mouse a Cookie. No, I, <laughs> I could only read it at night 
after I went to bed. And so I would only read Pet Cemetery at night, like pitch black, by myself when I'm like 13 years old. Because, you know, that was the only time I would get. Dude, scared the shit out of me. Just, I've, I've never read a book that scared me that much. And I've always been so intrigued with just this whole storyline um, that I was really excited for this new movie to come out. And in all honesty, it was fine. Was it, was it as good I enjoyed as it. It wasn't as good as the original one, though, probably, right? <sighs> they changed some things around, so it was like... There were a couple things. So the original, they, they stayed with the book. They stayed with the kid dying, yeah, Kate, uh, Gage, Gage dying. The boy. Now it's a girl. Well, it's... So in the books, he still had the two kids. He had Ellie and Gage. Yeah. And in the book, Gage gets hit by a semi. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he can't stand the grief. And so he brings him back to life while his wife and Ellie are out back in Chicago or With whatever. Their parents. Yeah. They, I mean, they changed some locations. They changed the location from Chicago to Boston. So it was a little bit closer. So he's trying to pack the car. <laughs> yeah, pack the car. But. While he's drinking to be at Bama Pack. Although they changed. So. In the new version, it's instead of Gage getting hit by the car, it's the it's the daughter, which even though they changed that, it made a lot more sense to me because Gage was really young and couldn't really talk. You know, yeah. when in, in the old one, like he didn't really say a lot. And even in the books, he was like three, maybe four and couldn't really say much. So having them bring back the 10-year-old having them do that like she was way more like she could she could enunciate things more i guess or not not enunciate but just she would talk more and it was creepy as fuck and uh, you were saying about uh the mom having the weird eye yeah like she had the weird eye the little girl comes back and has this weird eye like the first time you see her she's just standing in the doorway and she's like you know, Daddy, where am I? And you look at her face, and one of her eyes is just, like, completely to the right and, like, creepy as fuck. Yeah. Um, I really, really thoroughly enjoyed the new movie, um, even though it's different. You know, we, we, can't all, we can't all have everything the same. Like, why can't we just be different? You know, why can't we make different <sighs> things? Like, take a, take a story and make an adaptation adaptation of it instead of making nah, the man. exact same thing. No, nah, it's just like those people with the the new Little Mermaid. Nope. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> Get over <laughs> yourselves. Um, so this movie stars Jason Clark. Never heard of it. Um, as soon as I bring up some other movies, you will. But uh, John Lithgow is in yeah. it. Um, you have Amy Simitz. I don't know who that is either. But Jason Clark, um, he's, he's usually in like gangster movies, I feel like. Zero Dark Thirty. He was in Everest. He was in Terminator Genesis. That's right. He was the villain in Terminator Genesis. You mean John Connor? They just made him. He was John Connor. Like how? What? So Uh, John Connor is uh, Lewis in the New Pet Cemetery. He he does that, which he did a really good job. Um, John Lithgow. Yeah. Fantastic as Judd. Yeah. Just did a great job. Um, Let's check it out. Amy Seamus. She was in. Not a lot. That that movie was pretty cool. You're next. I did not see that. Oh, did that? You're next. That was a great one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I heard a lot of people talk a lot of shit about this. How many? How many twists out of ten are you giving it? Uh, 
you know, I, I would give the original an eight, so I would probably give this one uh, about a seven and a half. Mm-hmm. It's not. It doesn't scare me as much as the original did, but okay. it's still really good. All right. Um, the cat's creepy as fuck. Okay. Um, the, you know, they had some good jump scares and and whatever, but it's just a it's a good story, you know. Uh, Stephen King, when he wrote this book, he said that this was the only book that actually scared him while yeah. he was writing it. Um, and it it makes sense because it's, I mean, it's about some heavy shit, dude. Losing like your your child and not wanting to let go, and so bringing them back from the dead, only to find out that they're murderous creatures. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Man. It's a great. It's a great thing. Yeah, I loved it. I, I mean. Uh, I like I, I love both of them. I, look, IMDb gives it 5.9 out of 10. I'm sure it's rotten on Rotten Tomatoes with whatever, but you know, I, I don't really pay attention to that stuff because I like to make my own opinions well, about things. Well, that and so then they said like anything from Peter Jackson gets like 90% Rotten Tomatoes and we all know how terrible he makes movies. Horrible. Yeah, the second King Kong was not good. Yeah, the whole King Kong was like four hours long. Terrible. Ooh, not my favorite. Um, Lord of the Rings, terrible. Sorry. Lord, the first three Lord of the Rings were fine. Yeah, I'm with Randall from Clerks on it. On this. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. Just like we, we do with a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're my co-host. Right. <laughs> Um. So yeah, I would I would I would recommend Pet Cemetery. I'll I'll let you borrow it. Okay. You can go watch nice. it. Nice. Um, I had one other thing for Click Twist, which yeah. you were also involved in. Was I? Um, you and I instead of doing a podcast on Wednesday, we went and saw the Disrupt Festival. Yeah. Here at Fiddler's Green in Denver. Um. It was. An emo fest, to say I the least. I thought it was fun. It was great. I mean, you had you had the used, you had thrice, you had Atreyu, you had some forty one. Circus survive. Yeah, circus survive. Sleeping with sirens. Four thrice. years strong. Um, it was it was such a good show. Man. It was great. I had man. So much fun and seeing bands that I've loved for years, dude. Some forty one was one of the first CDs I ever stole. Yeah, <laughs> when I was younger, like. Good stuff. Probably eleven or twelve or something. I, you know, I I, I didn't steal it on the internet. I stole the the actual copy. That's right. Yeah, I remember I purchased it at a media play. Okay. All killer, no filler. Yeah. Uh. So I, you know, because I had an issue with being a klepto, um, I got. Does this look infected? And then I got a job. And so I, all I did with my money was buy music. Yeah, and that's what I did too. And I did like I got Guitars. All Killer, and then the one right before that, their their oh first half album. hour power. Yeah, that was a good so one. So good. Pay for pleasure. Yeah. Um, but some forty one along with like Blink one eighty two and and yeah. Green Day and stuff. Those were, those were some of the original bands that got me into the music that I like today, and I had never seen them before. So. It was really cool to to see, that. and it was the the whole original band. You know, yeah. you had Derek Wibley, you had Brown Sounds from the original albums. Oh you yeah. had, Cone. but you don't have Steve-O in the band anymore. I was gonna He's ask if he one. was in there, but nah. and then they have the extra guitar player too. Oh, that's right. So that was kind of cool. Right. They rather than having to boot his ass out there and to bring him bring Brown Sound back, they're like, well, you can just play play the extra stuff because they have a lot more. M- 
music, yeah. like there's a lot more musicality to their songs than you would think. So, yeah, yeah man, I. It was great, man. I had a, I had an awesome time, you know. Um, who was who would you say was uh, your favorite? Um, definitely, I would say probably Sum Forty One. Yeah, for sure. I would say, and and this is probably weird. I would say Sum Forty One was my my number one, and then I would go with the Used, and then I would go with Atreyu, three, and then Thrice Sleeping with Sirens. That yeah, Thrice five. didn't. And Circus Survive would probably be at the end. I I just never really. I like Seosin more. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's felt just didn't feel like Thrice just came out there and played their best set. They played like they didn't all new stuff that I don't really care about. They played that Honey song, which is cool. They should have just played, knowing that the tour that they're on. But I, I get it. You have your new album coming out, but this seemed like it should have been a throwback tour. Like, and then you do your own headlining. I feel like it was tour. a throwback tour for every other band. Yeah, and they obviously did not get the memo. It's yeah, like, ah. <laughs> like a Trey who played stuff from uh, the Curse. They That's played awesome. stuff from their original albums, like their very first. I wish album. I would have been there to see Danielson with oh on guitar. God, it was great. so good, and he had his he had his sick like green neon green yeah. like paint splatter guitar. Like, yeah. I mean, That's the Used played. I don't even think they played. Maybe they played one brand new song off. No. You know the latest three albums. Other than that, they played nothing but the first. You know the first three albums: "In Love and Death," um, the the self-titled album, and God is. I had I had to get a shirt, man. I mean, look, this is this is so me. I love stripes. I love the used. It's it's great. I I had a crazy emotional experience doing this. Cool, set, man. So <laughs> yeah, I had uh, had a lot of happiness, and then I had a lot of uh, pain after you. Josh <laughs> just stumbling around oh, with, still a crying si- about with a this. cigarette, <laughs> burns my finger, and then drops the cigarette on on me. Oh, he was fine. He was fine. Oh, it was yeah. better than so. It's just you know I, that's how you say, man. I fucking love you, bro, like a brother. It's just gonna <laughs> burn your fucking finger, dude. It was like I had to pop the boil. Dude, it was fucking <laughs> gross. And then it just like burned my arm. Like man, Josh. That's okay, cause. I was standing on my chair like a dumbass yeah. and fell behind it, like straight up <laughs> fell, <laughs> flipped over the back of my chair. Oh I have this big gosh. bruise on my arm. It's and almost like it uh, was karma. Luckily, there was nobody behind me because I probably would have kicked him in the face. But like yeah. head over heels behind the chair, I stand up as quick as I can and look behind me and the entire crowd behind me is just pointing and like, what? So well, it was all it eight people behind you. <laughs> it was it was a few more than eight I that know, saw I'm just me kidding. fall over. But <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, that brings me to my next point. I thought it was a great concert, but I thought it was just very poorly planned out. You know, I would agree with that. I, no, and I, you know, I know some of the people that are on that team for for AG, and I thought that they could have done. You know, they should have. All they had to do to sell more tickets was put it on a weekend. I think that was a mistake that was made thinking that the crowd's a little older now. They, w- but then that could be used against you too. Cause the people want to get, they have to go to work during the week. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that really hurt them with the record sales. Cause they didn't even sell out the lawn. They had to move people down to the second level. They were reducing costs. Right. You know, 
which I thought I found that to be awesome because those tickets that we got originally were like seventy bucks. We yeah. got forty five plus the fifteen for the bullshit it charges. Wasn't bad. It was good. You know, I was I was stoked because we were right in the center. Watched. We had such great view the whole time. It was just it was a great experience. I thought I thought it was great. The the bad thing about it was yeah it just you had it on a Wednesday. <sighs> yeah, but I mean. That happens with shows sometimes. Like, I bet if it was on a Friday or Saturday, it would have been a lot more packed. It was definitely a small show at for Fiddlers. Well, yeah. For an amphitheater. 15,000 people. If they should have had, you know, no disrespect to any of the bands on it, they should have had a major headliner like a Blink-182 or... Green Day or something Green like that. Green Day. Yeah. Because then you're going to sell out a lot more tickets. I think, yeah. Some 41 is a decent headliner, but they're not... Nearly as as big as they used to be. Well, yeah, not even close. I thought they. Where did I just see them recently? I thought I just saw them. Yeah, I saw them at the Ogden, and that was great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a good, good show. times, but for sure. I I felt that that's really hurt the the show. Um, being for in the a bigger f- venue. Yeah, for the promoters, it was a good idea, but I just felt like you needed one of those like big time bands. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um. Still fun, nonetheless. It was great yeah. to, to revisit our high I d- school years. I just felt that it was just a shame because they're probably not going to do the tour, like another tour like that again, just because it bombs. So at least in Denver, because it bombs so bad. <sighs> yeah. Or they'll move it to a different spot, which would be better. Yeah. They started it early enough. You could have put it at Summit and started it at 2. It would have been just fine. They should have. Well, that's the. I think that what they're going to do next year is they'll have it at that Mission Ballroom. Because that's their answer, AG's answer to the Fillmore. Yeah. For the same size, because that's gonna be the one knock. That's right. Because AEG doesn't even have anything to do with the summit, huh? Well, no. Live Nation. Live Nation. So. So the thing about it is with AEG, they'll they used to have those type of size of concerts at First Bank Center, but people bitch about driving all the way up there. And it's so too big of a venue. So what they're going to do is they'll do like a 4,000-person theater, which is the Mission Ballroom that's going to be down in Rhino. Yeah. I think that's where they'll have something like that, which I think that would be better because they it reminds me of like a Taste of Chaos when they used to have it at the Fillmore. That was cool. You know, yeah, I just think it was too big of a venue, but overall, I give it, you know, a nine out of ten twist. Yeah, it was a good show. I I mean, I would even take it at Red Rocks. Well, that because Red Rocks, I think, is a little bit smaller than Fiddler's. Well, yeah, it's about six thousand. It's not nearly like six thousand less. So it's like you do that eight hundred and Fiddler's like fifteen thousand. So you do that at Red Rocks and. The whole grass section that got shut down wouldn't even matter because yeah. it would be full all the way up. Yeah, it just it was just not a good uh, look. Every time I kept looking around, I was like, "There's a bunch of empty seats." This oh, it was this sad. Bad. It was really sad. <laughs> I was like, Ugh. "The front was full, though." Well, they probably made all the money back because they charge you like seven hundred dollars for a beer. Holy fuck, dude! Yeah. I spent way too much money on everything there, including this shirt. Totally worth it, but yeah. God damn it! Each drinks <laughs> about. Fifteen dollars. Yep. Each. Yeah. Chick Fil A sandwich is eight dollars. Like, mm. it's That's rough. Awful. Uh, it's not. A, not a, it's not a Chick Fil A sandwich. It is a chicken patty and a bun. Well, I went to Chick Fil A, but no, that that's where I went. Chick Fil A. It is a chicken patty and it's a, a bun. It's a Chick Fil A sandwich. 
Th- is that all that they? I thought they had pickles and lettuce. They or something should on put it. no. They usually just put two pickles on there, and then it's just a chicken sandwich. I didn't even have pickles on my shit. Well, you should have bitched about it. They didn't even like have sauce. They were out of sauce. Well, you shouldn't have bought <laughs> it then, bro. You should. It was still delicious. You should have bought a. It was fine. Should have bought what's that hot dog place that's awesome? <sighs> Billy's. Oh should've yeah. Should got a Chicago dog. That's what I got, bud. Chicago dog. Chicago. So yeah. Overall, I thought I thought, I thought the concert was good minus the money I had to spend there. Yeah, I mean, I that's what you that's why I always get either you get shit face before you go into Fiddler's <laughs> and you eat a ton, <laughs> so you don't have to. Or you eat a ton and then get shit face when you're in there. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to like go in there and have to spend tons of money. Like a Cowboy <laughs> of Paps is like seventeen dollars. You're like, dude, oh I could have bought like the whole case. They don't even sell Paps there. Well, they used to, and it was seventeen dollars. They don't. It, they sell. The boy. I had to get a. A Bud Light Strawberita for $15. I bet you were hurting the next day because oh, that's instant. my God. I, I had a headache, like, before we even left the show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, man, have you been uh, – Quick Twist is done. Thank you guys for listening yeah. to the Quick Twist, the zero of you that are watching on YouTube. Um, <laughs> Damn, bro. Way to, way to call it out. It's yeah. fine. Now I just feel like – the people that put on the Disrupt Festival. Yeah, just that's like kind of how I feel, too. Where I'm just like, well, <laughs> I guess it's karma because I was saying how much empty seats. <laughs> and it, it's just a shame because it was just such a great show. Yeah. I, it deserved to be, you know, filled up. I just really quick want to touch on this Area 51 thing. Yeah. Have you been paying attention to this at all? Oh, yeah. This shit is crazy. Like, the so many funny memes. People so... People are just thinking about storming Area 51. Like, all, I just imagine a bunch of Chads and Kyles just wanting to be like, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm totally there. Let's go. Dude, there like, are no laws when you're drinking claws, bro. <laughs> so <laughs> I joined up with, and I'm, I'm sure I'm on a list now or something, but that's probably why we don't have any watchers because FBI is like, no, fuck this kid. Um, So I joined the group Storm Area 51. They won't be able to stop us all. When I joined this group about four days ago, it was 400,000 members. It is at 730,000 members now in like four days. Damn. People are all about this. Like, I don't, I guess I'm, I'm having a hard time figuring out if they're serious. Like, are all these people really, really serious? Or are they just like me wanting to get into this for the memes? Like, there's got to be some crazy fucks out there that are like, oh, hell yeah, let's let's go clap that alien ass. Dude, there are. And they also are the, probably in the Donald Trump camp. In the Donald Trump camp. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, t- shots fired. Talking <coughs> about America. They can't stop us all with our guns. No, dude, I think it's just, a, it just got, a, it was a joke. Originally, they the vice interviewed the the kid. It was a joke. Uh, yeah. And then it just turned into like wooks and all these crazy. Dude, people. and that that poor kid too. Um, <laughs> he's like terrified for his life right now. Well, you saw what happened to. Did you watch that Netflix special about the guy who's giving away the secrets from Area Fifty One? Uh, Bob Lazar. Well, I haven't watched that, it, but that people are telling me they're like, "Yeah, this guy went to like MIT and everything, and then they the government just completely erased everything, everything yeah. about him." Like, like, yeah, he never went to MIT, and then they have like 
the whole documentary, uh, I had a friend that was telling me, the whole documentary is just... I don't think it's Bob Lazar, but... Where it just pulls pulls up, like, all the alumni pictures, where he's at MIT, all the shit. But, he ne- but his records are gone. Yeah, right? no one, and no one uh, has any record of him. And they thought he was just crazy, and then all this shit is, like, coming true. Like, all the stuff that they're releasing now. Yeah, no, that, okay, so, yeah, that's totally Bob Lazar. Yeah. And he did, he got very, like, super discredited for years. He was just on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast about a month and a half ago. I listened to that thing, and it was nuts, dude, the shit that he talked about going and, like, you know, studying alien spaceships and, like, their gravitational fucking vortexes they have or whatever it is. Like, it's crazy shit, man. And I guess I could see the government wanting to hide all that. And doing everything they possibly could to hide all of it. But, as this group says, they won't be able to stop us all. Oh, and it just makes me laugh because if you think about it, Area 51, what, it's, it's in, like, uh, Nevada or something? Yeah. The so, so if you think about it, these dumbasses are probably going to be walking out there and then they're just going to walk into some, like, nuclear waste or some <laughs> bullshit because, <laughs> it, let's, let's face it, when we're testing bombs and nuclear like weapons we were testing in in nevada yeah yeah like, for real they still this do that a, out this there. is a real fucking thing you know the the u.s air force was like we really discourage you from trying to do this while we're testing u.s military equipment like do you i think it's going to be I hills mean, have eyes type people out there that are gonna start <laughs> eating people and shit <laughs> i i could totally see this going down and the government just creating like or like doing a mass genocide. Like, yeah. could you imagine if five hundred thousand people went to go raid Area Fifty One, and the government just nuked them? Could you imagine well, the fucking we're outrage? Living in a, we're living in a Donald Trump society, that, and that's what I'm saying is that could totally happen. Well, yeah, look at all the shit that he's been doing lately. Not getting into politics, but I'm uh, just saying this is a real possibility that these people are just going to get murked. Exactly, <laughs> and. It, they this might shit even is gonna be crazy. Bro. They might they might even just gather there, all get killed, and you'll never hear it about hear about it again. Yeah, it'll be like any shooting that's happened in the last six years. Well, yeah, any like mass shooting, like you you hear about it for a day and then poof, gone. No yeah. more news, nothing. Yeah. It's I. I would be super stoked if this would actually happen and a million people would actually gather there because oh, I thought you were gonna make it a million people would actually just get murdered. No, I like damn. I don't think they could actually stop a million people. I think that you know a, a bunch would die, but I really think that if if they were to actually band together, they could really uncover some secrets there, and it would change everything. It would change everything. Or it could just be. Like detrimental to the human race or it just <laughs> or it just could be something stupid where they just release some some biohazard some chemical mustard warfare, gas like just <laughs> like just evaporates everybody they're like what does this button do <laughs> yosemite <laughs> erupts just <laughs> i mean or if it's an interesting concept yeah. do you believe in aliens yeah i don't believe in the traditional sense where it's like you know little three-foot tall guys yeah even though, so you should listen to that Bob Lazar thing because he had described the alien ships as being made for, you know, four feet and smaller creatures. Well, I don't, I just don't see it like how, 
traditional sci-fi. I could I could believe that's just inter- like intelligent life okay. form out there, but I wouldn't say like they have the two big eyes and a big ass fucking head. But oh. where would that even where would that come from? That had to have started somewhere, right? Or that idea. Yeah, or it could just be something that's clever. Yeah, I guess. Because if you think about but it, but it always like has to stem from something. Well, it could be just some creature, or just something made up. Like, look at Bigfoot. Do you believe in the Nessie. ancient alien theory where you see like yeah, I hieroglyphics on walls well with the aliens and the big eyes and stuff? Maybe. I see the. <laughs> Maybe. I see like the pyramids. Like, there's no way these people could have lifted all that shit and stacked well, on top of each other. I mean, they they made pulley systems and stuff. That's kind of mm. been debunked, but we'll see. But the the stones down in South America, the ones that are like precisely cut and just perfectly symmetrical with each other and stuff. And it's like it, it would take something stronger than a diamond cutter to cut through these rocks the way that they did. Like that's crazy to <coughs> me. B- stacking rocks on on top of each other, people in Boulder do that shit all the time. So I good. don't. I don't. I don't know if like it would like help with that, like but s- the Sphinx and all that, like all that crazy shit. Yeah. Like, but what I think is, if this shit happens, I say we remove Donald Trump for office and put in Bill Pullman. <laughs> <laughs> we will not go quietly into the night. We're gonna, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to play that that video again. Oh that's my gosh, bro! <laughs> that's, it's gonna be great. And then just have, you know, Will Smith be. a be like a commander in the military. Uh, I'm going with that. I'm sticking with that. That's my story. I'm sticking through it. I am curious to see what happens for sure. September 20th is when everyone is supposed to storm Area 51. This I'm sure it's going to be a an epic fucking fail, and no one's going to one guy's going to show up like and just going to get his brains blown out. <laughs> yeah, he's going to Naruto run straight into a fucking oh machine gun. But I, I'm going to keep watching this pretty closely because not only are the memes and videos that are coming out of this whole thing hilarious <laughs> that's great but i just i'm, I'm really interested to see see if people aliens, you know? actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> people are are getting excited about this shit for real that's dude. I, I mean it, how do we get to that it's it, it was like it was like let's break into Area Fifty One and and prove the aliens are real, and yeah, now it's like, let's cool. break into Area Fifty One and fuck the aliens. Like, what? <laughs> when Dude. did it turn into that? No, nah, it it just reminds <laughs> me of that whole movie, uh, Splice or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Where all of a sudden, what the fuck is going on here? You have a uh, oh, what the hell is his name? Adrian Brody's just fucking the like, the weird yeah. creature. I was like, what is going yeah, on? Why? Here? What ha- why, why have we come to this? I was like, this movie suddenly took a weird turn. I don't understand. Like, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> so, Shit. I mean, to each their own, but, like, can we just talk to them first, at least? Like, take them out on a date or something before you clap them alien cheeks? Like, Nah, man, they're like, they've been probing <laughs> people for years. <laughs> Give them a little it's my turn to probe them. A little, little taste of their own money, medicine, <laughs> oh you know? God. Shit. I don't know. I'm not personally thinking about going and getting on an alien but i guess you know if that's what you want to do you know it's going to be interesting to see what happens i'll I'll say that much for sure and we will keep you the viewer i keep looking up i should be looking straight ahead there we go look right at the camera like that there we go you the viewer will keep you updated on the area 51 yeah alien ass clapping event (laughs) (laughs) 
can't even. I can't I, even do it. I can't even believe this. this <laughs> thing. Um, with that though, we are going to call it a day. Um, this has been a great episode. I think it's been. I've, I've had a lot of fun. Solid. We've had a lot of good news. Um, a lot of clapping. A lot, a lot of clapping. Yes. Yeah. We'll be back next week with most likely Justin talking about some Star Wars and most likely covering everything that happened during San Diego Comic Con. This weekend from yesterday, Thursday through Sunday, uh, which would be the 21st. Yep. From the 18th through the 21st, San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, go check it out. It's a good time. Um, but thank you for watching this video. Thank you for listening to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, if you like what you hear, please like us on Facebook and Twitter and, and follow us on Instagram. Um, Just like us, period. That, I, wow, that sounded desperate. Just like us, period, <laughs> on everything. <laughs> like, and like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, that's and where you can find all of our latest <laughs> updates and new videos that and are coming Josh's out. be Josh's friend in real life, um, please. <laughs> yeah, I need friends. <laughs> I need friends. Um, but again, thank you all so much for listening and continuing to listen to the Twist My Arm podcast. Um, this has been the show. My name is Josh. I am Zevin. We will talk at you next week. Goodbye. The Twist My Arm. Listening to this episode of the Twist My Arm Podcast. The Twist My Arm Podcast theme song was written and performed by the Hot Dang Gang.